What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Hardworking Happy Hour. I'm Sean. And I'm Catherine. And as always, we'll be breaking down all things trades, entrepreneurship, and turning your creativity into a passion career. All right, so we are here at uh, Hardscape North America, and we have a very special guest. Yes. We have Richard Carroll, RC Outdoor. Uh, Welcome. What's up, guys? One of my good friends from many years Five of or life. Seven or eight. Yeah, many years. True. We've spent lots of time talking on the phone. <laughs> Late nights. Yeah, not so much anymore. You got you got big time and <laughs> stopped calling poor old Sean. I still think about you often. Yeah, perfect, perfect. <laughs> um, for anybody not familiar with Richard, uh, obviously check him out, RC Outdoor. Um, doing some incredibly unique custom backyards, just really, really cool stuff, and... Uh, just over the short course of what have you been in business like five years now? Yeah, we turned five in June. You look, you look like an old. You look <laughs> like an old five. <laughs> yeah, I know. Thanks, <laughs> but uh, anybody that doesn't know, he's absolutely killing it, doing yes. some really, really, really creative stuff. stuff. Um, so definitely check him out. And I'm excited to, to. I know a lot of your story, but yeah. let everyone else know yeah. a little bit more about your story. Yeah. Yeah. Let's cool. get into it. All right. Let's roll, baby. So what do you want to? Do you want to give your little spiel about what you do? Yeah, so we've been in the game five years. Um, I would say that we do creative outdoor living. Um, now we're kind of in a little niche market. We're doing pools, mm-hmm. plus the patio, outdoor kitchen, fire pit, lighting. Um, kind of dialing in between six and ten jobs a year. Nice. Um, kind of started out in hardscapes year one and was willing to do whatever it took to get in the business and to make money. It's kind of wheeling the clean gutters and rake leaves, and fortunately we got some good clients and word of mouth, and we've done hardscapes since day one. So got a really nice. good team. Got a new team this year. Um, super blessed by them, and I've uh, been pushing the YouTube this year a little bit. And yeah, it's been going good. It's been challenging with the pool game. We've mm-hmm. gotten some more equipment, bigger equipment. Yeah. What uh, do you mean all new employees? Did you have no employees and then go to a bunch of so employees? So turnover. Oh, okay. So I had a guy that was with me for three years. He left back in January. Just He was an older guy, just the wear, mm. wear and tear on the bodies. I mean, you get it, right? Yeah. He was mid-50s. He couldn't do it anymore. And then I had a young kid um, that I fired back in mm-hmm. June. He was worthless. Not and cutting I it. And just <laughs> let him hang around and just finally, like, like, I just let him hang on for too long. Yeah, and I found I knew it, it was suck in the beginning because we had a lot of work lined up. Yeah, yeah. but like for my mental state, like I, I couldn't stand the kid. He was just driving me nuts. Mm. I shouldn't say that. I like the kid. I tried to like invest in him. I tried to like speak through him, but he just wasn't bringing it. You know, yeah. so yeah. cut him. I got a new guy in January who's been like huge blessing. I mean, the guy would go to war with me. I mean, he's every day he's boss. What, what can I do for you today? You know, and I'm just like. Like you're amazing. Like thank you. <laughs> we got two other young kids who've been with us for four, two or three months. So lots of young, young talent. Just being patient and teaching them the, the craft and yeah, yeah. That's where we're at. So we're on big jobs nice. now. So we need we need the extra hands to kind of help out. And a lot of times we'll break out in like pairs of two. Like two guys work on the kitchen, two guys work on the pool, vice versa. Or yeah. so that's kind of where we're at yeah. now. Now, when you started, uh, you've been in it five years. Mm-hmm. You were, I don't want to say late into starting your own business, but, Call you know. Me old? Uh, <laughs> I mean, uh, fairly, 40, yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. <laughs> so you started when you were 35. Right. Um, you know, 
I think the biggest thing when you're starting a business is like a lot of people start younger where they just don't have a lot of responsibility. So it's not as big of a risk. You yep. left, yep. you know, a stable career. You were doing design um, and leaving that when you have a family and all that mm -hmm. kind of stuff, yep. it gets a lot scarier. Yeah. Like I did it when I just didn't, there was no other better option for me to do. It was like, well, I'm not going to make less money doing this because I'm making like $12 an hour somewhere. <laughs> so, like, there was yeah. no risk. Yeah. Um, what was, like, your mental process taking that jump? Was it years in the making or was it just like, okay, I'm going to do this and, like, it was a quick turnaround? Yeah, that's, that's a great question. That's something like Thank you. Like Appreciate it. I thought it, was good. I thought it was a good question, yeah. Well, it's just cool. Like, I don't um, think about, like, day one. It's like, I'm just, like, putting myself back in that that year when you were talking about that question but i remember like i had i'm trying to think so we had like a six month old my wife had just started a new job um i kind of quit my job in a win but not really so like i was with a company that had really bad company culture and it was just it was just miserable day in and day out never really like wanted to start my own business and so being with being with that crew and and just like hate in life like made me think of another way to like get out of it and so mm -hmm. i found instagram i saw guys doing some really cool stuff and then i uh, read a couple books went to a couple like showcases saw paper repeat talk got fired up and then quit six months later and yeah so like it was it was in a time where like i had to like make money like i had to succeed i couldn't play around i had yeah. to like mm -hmm. so what's really cool is i've actually like i've paid myself every week since like the day I started my business and that was one thing like I had to do like I couldn't keep putting money back in the business I had kids I had a wife and we had another on the way another year later so like I had no other option but like step it up and ball out you know so that should like put you in the entrepreneur hall of fame you paid yeah. yourself every week since, <laughs> since day That's one really yeah crazy enough like I just increased my pay in January for like the first time since day one so I've been paying myself weekly like the same putting a lot back in the business in January mm -hmm. I started like you know like doubled my salary so it's been tough it's been hard but yeah I think that's cool like you gotta like pay yourself you gotta make it worth it yeah you know? especially when you have those kind of responsibilities to like yeah. a six month old yeah wife starting a new job that's that's a lot you know which yeah. I think it can be scary but it's also a huge motivator like oh, yeah you don't really have another option like I mean you do sort of but like yeah. you know you got to make it happen or figure out really quick that's not going to work and do something else right, right. Um, so that's awesome and I think one of the things that was really cool watching you was like one of your first jobs was like a really cool patio it was that like two level paver patio had that circular fire mm -hmm. pit area that yep. was like your first job right first job and that's a job where either we, we had some jobs like that right in the beginning but it was because I was just doing the job. The budget was like not there at all. And I was like, I'm just gonna do it, whatever. Yeah. You kind of like sold it for what it was worth, delivered on it. And it turned out awesome. And it was like, after your first project, you had like an awesome picture for your portfolio. 100%. Day one. Walk us through like what, how'd you do that? I always tell people it's impossible. <laughs> I say you either have to, you know, you have to make a sacrifice on making the money in the beginning yeah. or just take the boring jobs and you'll probably keep doing those. I mean, I would say like, I would probably charge double that today. I mean, I wouldn't say that like I charged appropriately, but I knew I had to take that job to like, to get where I wanted. I mean, it was, so it was four levels. 
the kitchen was 15 by 15 L shape. Keep in mind, I've never built a patio, never built a kitchen. <laughs> like, couldn't use a, la- a laser. We had a, fire, we had a gas fire pit. We had a sitting wall all the way around it. We had three or four steps on each level. We had 25 lights. We had, yeah, it was it was crazy. I mean, I remember like coming home, and just like, there were days where I like couldn't feel my left hand. Like it was like <laughs> numb for like weeks, and I don't know what it was from. I was just I don't know. I was just like driving myself crazy. But I would come home and I would get on YouTube and like, let's see how to build a kitchen. I got to build a kitchen tomorrow. So I get on like YouTube yeah. and like watch these videos. <laughs> and um, I don't know if you know Josh at um mass hardscapes yeah used to be in the business he's not anymore but he yeah. would make these youtube videos these walkthroughs of kitchens and that's literally how i did that first job yeah i had buddies that would work you know 10 hours a week had a guy who'd come in for a day to help me my uncle flew in from houston texas for a week and a half we worked <laughs> like 10 hour days for a week um yeah it was, it was crazy but from that job we got tons of pictures yeah tons yeah. of like wealth of knowledge of how to do things and yeah, so like after that job, I knew how to build a kitchen, fire pit, knew how to install lights, knew how to build steps. Yeah. Where yeah. did you get the confidence, or not like, where did you find the confidence to go from that, like a non-building position to like completely change everything to being like, okay, I'm going to figure out how to build this and I'm going to build it? I don't know. I mean, I still feel like, to, <laughs> I still feel like today, like I, I sold three pools without even getting into pools. Yeah. I had no clue, no clue how to put a pool in. And they're like, hey, can you put it in the sunken patio beside this pool? Mm-hmm. I've never even put a pool in. And I'm like, yeah, like, sure, we'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah. like, I just feel like there's always, like, there's so much knowledge out there. There's so much stuff. Like, Sean, like, so many guys that I can call and ask. Like, like so much as possible. Like, I'm sure you've done it where you've sold a job and been like, I have no clue how I'm going to do it, but we're going <laughs> to figure out a way. I think there was one that uh, that, that didn't happen on that I was like, I'm confident in this. From the, from the <laughs> Every job's like, I don't know. Put this in a computer drawing, and yeah. we sold one that had like this ridiculous cantilever. I basically took like where there would be a corner post on a roof, and just took that out. And I was like, I remember this that one. the ghost really post or yeah, the phantom yeah. post, phantom yeah. post, yeah. I, I mean, I did it on a rendering. I yeah. was like, this looks cool without yeah. a post in the corner. <laughs> sold the job, yeah, everything. Then had to talk to the architect. Like, yeah, it's just like pretty standard roof, but there's no post in the corner. Figure that out. He did. Yeah. He did. Yeah. Told us, uh, you know, what size beam we needed, what connections and everything. So I think <laughs> I think for me it's more when I when I do things like that, I think I just don't think it through that much. Yeah. Do you think that you just have this like, you know, super high confidence in yourself or you're just like just say yeah and figure it out later, like and don't think about it too much. Yeah, so I think I'm trying to remember the meeting where we sat down and discussed it. I think I said I can probably do it, but let me like look into it for a little bit. Yeah. But like, I was super interested in doing it, so I contacted a couple of pool guys that I know, and he's like, "Oh, for sure, you can just do this, this, and this, and you know." And I knew that nobody had done anything like it before, and it was going to be cool, right? We just do cool things because yeah. they're cool, right? And it's like, um, so yeah, so that was like a learning curve. We we did it. It worked. I can't believe it. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so I don't know. I feel like we've done so much that so we could like do anything right now. But I don't know. I'll, I guess I like the challenge. Yeah, I hate the challenge because like keeps me up at night. You know, gray hairs and stressful. But that's why we do it, right? Yeah. I think you still have a lot less gray hair than I do. So step your game up. You got some good gray <laughs> hair. That's good though. I like it. <laughs> One other thing that uh, do you dye I, it gray? Uh, yeah. Do just you? a you know, of course. Just yeah. a 
make it <laughs> seem like I'm important and smart. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So <laughs> another thing I wanna I wanna kinda pick your brain about is like the employee situation. You've got like a whole new crew this year. Um, it seems like you're always having fun on site. You do the Flamingo Fridays. Mm-hmm. Um, how important do you think that is to the team's morale, your morale? Like, do you think that that helped bring these new employees in? Like, is that how they found you? And then they saw it and like, oh, that looks like fun. Or just just kind of walk us through. Or is that just you? Like, I'm just going to wear flamingo Hawaiian shirts on Friday. Yeah. So, I mean, I that's really important to me. I mean, just touched on earlier with the last company that we had such a bad company culture. Like I knew that like, that's not how I wanted to do things. And yeah. it was, it's kind of how I how I became a dad. Like I had a bad dad growing up. Well, I knew how n- not to be a dad. So now I know how to be a dad. Right. Yeah. So that was one thing that was really important to me, like company culture and keeping guys happy. So we, you know, we do, you know, work lunches there every couple of weeks. We'll take them out to lunch. Um, this year we're going to a Lions Bears game, taking them up to Detroit, oh, nice. going to an NFL game. That's awesome. Uh, we have a big Christmas party. We give out prizes, cash prizes. We go to a big steakhouse, you know, just have fun. Um, we come up here. I've got the whole team up here, you know, paying their way. And I think that, that's really important. I mean, in the, the day, I need them to, like, work and to help us get the job done. <laughs> but, like, you know, it's good to get them involved and to see these kind of things and um, makes them feel important and appreciated. And we have bonus systems. Um, I would say I, I spend a lot of money on them with swag and hats and shirts and hoodies and making them look good and boots. And um, I think that's important, right? You want to yeah. set yourself apart from the next guy that does what we do, right? Why well, would I want to make my guys stay and not want to like ever leave? Sounds great. Yeah. Um, on an unrelated note, uh, are you are you hiring? Are you looking <laughs> for anybody? I will always hire you, Sean. Okay, perfect. <laughs> You'll find out pretty quickly. I'm not very useful. <laughs> Heard you're the you blister, man? right? I'm the blister. I show up, <laughs> when, the show up when the work's done. Yeah. Yeah. I'll still take you that. Yeah. <laughs> right. I'll keep it fun. Um, I think, like, we obviously have, like, a pretty similar culture where we have a lot of fun. Like, at the end of the day, there is work to be done. Yeah. But we want to have fun while we're there. Like, everybody jokes around that, like, I've just created this job to have friends or <laughs> and hang out with all day, which um, is probably partly true. But true. That's all my friends are, my yeah. employees. So. You spend the most time with them. Yeah. So it's like, I just, I can't imagine going to work and like, and just having like a regular workplace mm-hmm. relationship where like, I want to go and like, I want to be laughing most of the day yeah. and having fun because yeah. a lot of times it's hot out, it's cold out. Yeah. The work we're doing is hard, yeah. heavy stuff. Like, yeah. The least we can do is have fun and laugh and joke around. So, right. um, yeah, it seems like you're right there with me on that, which is awesome. And um, and it seems like the guys have have bought into that. Yep. You know, watching them on their YouTube videos, like yep. saying corny dad jokes. Yep. You know, yep. yeah, yeah. I as feel good like as my dad jokes, but <laughs> they're okay. I think that um, when it comes to employees, it's important to like look at it like if your employees presented with an offer that's like paying them mm-hmm. slightly higher than what you know, they would be making it your company. Yeah. What about your company would make them want to stay and say, that's not worth it. You know, exactly. and I think that like, that's, I think that we've created that culture at ours. I and mean, it really seems like you have too. And yeah. like just making them feel like so appreciated and wanted and, and you know, 
Yeah, like, I mean, why would I leave? It's, it's a little more money, but they, like, why would I leave? They joke that I have to give them a three-year heads up if I'm planning on getting out of my business. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, well, I'm going to give another year to see how you feel about that. You know, so, but that's, that's kind of cool they said that. Like, they, they enjoy it. It's hard work, but they get so much yeah. satisfaction out of, like, yeah. seeing, like, the finished product and yeah. knowing I'm going to take care of them and, and give them, you know, cool stuff. And Speaking of which, yeah. one's walking by right now. There he is. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I really want to talk about this job that you're doing right now. Yeah. Um, you've only been in the in your own business for five years, and you're doing, like, first off, walk us through, like, some of the features that are in this project, because it's huge. It's yeah. massive. Yeah. Um, and then tell us about how you got the job, where that lead originated from, Um because you told him, like, I think I can do this part. <laughs> Let me check. And, you know, so I want to hear what – throw out some of the features that are on this, and then let's talk about how you got it. Yeah, so we've got a fiberglass pool, fiberglass hot tub. We've got two kitchens, smokers. Two kitchens? Two kitchens. Why? Two kitchens. <laughs> one's for the appliances. One's for just, like, a bar to – put stuff on okay. to find China. I don't know. If one out there is cool, why not? Yeah. Yeah. We've got, yeah. um, we've got a 15 by 15 koi pond with a Ooh. 15 foot stream that beginning of the stream, there's um, three big aquascape spears. They're going to be like the focal point of the whole space. We've got the uh, biggest putting ring we've ever done. We've got a thousand square feet of synthetic turf for the playground. We've got a sunken fire pit off the side of the pool that has a 15 foot long gas fire pit, 18, sorry, 800,000 BTU. There is a, let <laughs> me keep going. Sounds, yeah. Know, yeah. sounds made yeah, up. It there's a, there's a pergola that list, like, you're just listing things. <laughs> yeah. There's a pergola that overhangs. Like I have no clue how we're gonna build it. Maybe I'll call you, but it's like a, it's a pergola. We've got some 45 degree beams that come out. I said we could do it, we'll figure it out. Um, TVs, lighting. Um, I think that's about it. That's it? That's yeah. all you're doing? <laughs> 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 are you done yet? Golly, I know. Uh, are you allowed to say roughly what the project cost is? Yeah, it's around 600 k Wow. Not bad. Yeah. Not it's bad. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's I mean, pretty good. Maybe I'll hire you at my house. That looks good, baby. 600 k that's not bad. <laughs> yeah. That's incredible, dude. That's <laughs> I know. unbelievable. Yeah, it's yeah. amazing. It's amazing. Five yeah, years in, you're doing a $600,000 project. Yeah. It looks like it's going to be worth every penny. Like, yeah. there was a lot of 15s throughout there. 15 foot long fire pit. Right. 15 foot stream. 15 by 15. Power Koi 15. Pond. Yeah. Think about that. Pool's 15 there's feet wide. Something. There's something there there's for something sure. I like it. The putting 15 feet wide. 1,500 square feet of. Times two. Yeah. Wow. Pavers. <laughs> yeah, you didn't even mention 3,000 square feet. Oh, of yeah, 3,000 square feet of pavers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, how, what was, was this just a random lead? Was it, some, like, how did this job originate? Because like this job in particular is like, this is one for a lot of companies. Like if they ever even get to that point, it's like a once in a career, yeah. unbelievable project. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling it's not going to be once in a career for you. I feel like you're going to do a lot more projects like this. As soon as people see it, they're going to be like, I want that. Yeah. So most people won't be able to afford it, but the ones <laughs> that will will find you. So the lead came in um, through a builder. So I've been working with a builder, which I don't, I don't like builders. I don't like to work for builders, but I've been working with this guy for a couple of years. He's different. He's like me. He's super creative. He's young, and he wants to do something cool. So he's including all the backyard and the new build all under one mortgage. 
and sell wow. them to the customer like that. So we talked for, I don't know, several times, several years ago before we actually like decided to jump in together. So we did two big jobs um, for him last year. One of them was the biggest job we'd ever done at that point. Um, the next one was um, like a driveway we did with the Notre Dame emblem yeah. in the driveway, dual fire pits. And um, he's been doing some really cool stuff. So he's attracting some really, you know, good customers. And so he had a yeah. customer that had just sold their business, had some money sitting around and they wanted to build a $4 million house and they wanted to put half of me in the backyard. So their kids live next door with their grandkids and their other kids live two houses down with their grandkids. So they're pretty much creating this like community resort. Yeah. yeah community for their family to enjoy. And they're the, the homeowners are probably 60, 65, like super humble. Like she came to my house last year and she had like a, a old dirty pair of like, you know, white new balance shoes, baggy, like maroon sweatpants. And I was like, are you caring? Like, yeah. she's like, yeah. And so it was like, I don't know. So it's really cool. Like they're really going to enjoy the space. They're awesome people. I don't work with them a lot because I work with the builder, but yeah. mm-hmm. they bring us donuts like every week. They give us huge thumbs up from across the house. And so it's, it's going good. So That's awesome. And we're already working on like three or four for this builder next year. So yeah, so builders are different. You know, I'm, you know they're like us they're weird they see details and stuff yeah. mm-hmm. but so far so good we'll keep we'll keep working that relationship yeah i think like a lot of builders working for builders gets a bad rap cuz i mean there's most builders are just like pulling up track homes they're trying to do as cheap as possible but like there are builders like that that are doing custom yeah. homes that like yep. you know the backyard that you build on their custom home is going to help sell their next custom home yep. so um, you know i think people need to be like open to exploring something like that like if you were just like i don't want to work for a builder you would have never gotten this job and i mean it's that's a lot of money 600 grand that's awesome (laughs) yeah and even better (laughs) so they have what's called the home builder showcase every year he's going to open that up to the public okay for a couple weekends like around mother's day so we're going to have like our team out there we're going to have like some music we're going to have some hot dogs reeling out our swag is going to be on. We're going to have RC outdoor signs. And so there's going to be like thousands of people that come in that backyard that's and see it. And it's like, like win-win. Yeah. So that, that, that's cool. That gets their name out. I have a feeling in a couple of years, you're going to be like, yeah, we used to do like, you know, pretty small projects, like around <laughs> 600 grand. <laughs> and we don't touch anything under 6 million. Uh. Um, and it's unbelievable that you're doing it with, uh, what, four yeah, four person team. Me plus three, yeah. Yeah. And they're me all green. Three. They've been here less than seven months. So that's been challenging, but it's been fun. They love it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I love those guys right there. Yeah. That's my team. How long how long have we been going here? Are we are we running out of time? Do we got do we got time um, for uh I got one more question. Yeah, you can. Let's go. I can? You you're allowed, yes. Thank you, you have so much. <laughs> <laughs> Equipment. Yep. How much do you love it? <laughs> um, so interesting answer. I don't, I don't love equipment. Really? Yeah. Okay. You uh, love what it does for you. Yeah. You so don't love it just <laughs> for equipment's sake. Yeah. I feel like it's, I could say like a necessary evil. Like I have to like, I have to buy them to like produce the product that we, yeah. that we install. So like I was trying to be lean in the beginning and. But the more we get into bigger jobs, the more our jobs are like open, new construction, like 
I'm wearing down. The guys love driving the equipment. It helps us be faster, more efficient, more productive. Yeah. So, I mean, we got a, we got a new tilt rotator, and it's the greatest thing. I mean, I, I kind of knocked them for a long time. I was like, I would never, I would never get that. Like, why would I spend all that money on a tilt rotator? Is that what you say, tilt rotator? Tilt-a-tater. That's a technical term yeah. for it. Yeah. Tilt-a-tater. Right. Yeah, they're called so, tilt-a-taters. So we, I, I knew I needed a big machine because I knew we were digging holes for pools. And so I was looking around trying to find a big mini excavator. And they were just so stupid expensive. And I ended up finding a guy who was selling it, Jeremy over J-squared. Yep. Mm-hmm. Had him for one about the same price as like a new one. And I'm like, why would I just not buy this? Like, yeah. And like tilt-a-taters were going for like 45, 50 grand just for the attachment. So I bought it, and I'm like, man, like, I remember, like, going up there, and I was just, like, nervous. I was like, man, this is a bad decision. Like, I shouldn't buy this thing. Like, <laughs> this is a lot of money. I was paying, like, I was paying cash for it, but I never paid cash for anything like that. So I'm just, like, a nervous wreck. But, like, a couple weeks in, like. Like straight, like straight paper money? Straight ones. Like yeah. in <laughs> <laughs> it, was in, it was a full trailer load of money. Yeah, I have a side job where I get a bunch of ones. And, no, I'm just kidding. But, but, yeah, I mean, so every day, like before any task like how can we use this tilter tater like to perform this task or yeah. could we use this if we can't that's fine but it's like we're finding so many ways to like jump on that machine and do like simple tasks that take yeah. one person zero effort like um we're like we're like getting fat in these equipment <laughs> like, it's, it's so awesome yeah. <laughs> um yeah i mean it's amazing like the the business that you've built over the last five years like you know just seeing you probably feel like you've hit a lot of roadblocks and a lot of speed bumps along the way, mm-hmm. which I'm sure you have. But from the outside looking in, it's it's unbelievable. I mean, you're building a six hundred thousand dollar project. Five years in, you have uh, what an F six fifty dump. You got multiple trailers. You've got uh, what do you even call that? A mini excavator? It's a pretty big one. They still call them minis though. I got corrected Mini, what, really hard on Instagram one time. How many hmm. ditch? Uh, you got the SK eight hundred and a fifteen fifty. Fifteen fifty. I got a little small cat three hundred two mini excavator. What uh, is your threshold for like deciding you need something new? I don't know. That's a good question. <laughs> I don't know because I'm like I'm trying to like look at a uh, skid steer right now, and like my pain point is that the ditch witches keep breaking down on me. Yeah. yeah. And we're just like rugging those things. We're running ragged. They pick up a full pallet. We probably shouldn't all the time, but it like shakes and like they keep breaking down, and so I'm like, I don't know. We need a bigger machine to bring in more dirt, more rock. Yeah. And I feel like we need. If I feel like we need it, like, yeah, then we need to get it. So yeah. I don't really have like any numbers or analysis. I'm bad at numbers. I know we have a little bit of money in the bank. Maybe I can afford it. I don't know. So I might buy one next week, actually. I think you should. Yeah. yeah. Thanks. It sounds like you're definitely you definitely gonna buy yeah, one. Sean. Yeah, I've already sold myself on it. Yeah, I'll buy one. You guys gonna get like a two for one deal or something? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Can we get two for one? Yeah, let's do it. Do I got two for. I bet I think they there's definitely some do here, a two so for two. Maybe you can get a show deal. Yeah. They'll probably definitely do a two for two deal. Think so? I w- yeah, yeah, you might be able to work that out. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. We'll, we'll see go and we're gonna go out tomorrow and and ride them around, get the guys in, see how they feel, and yeah, might just buy the one. I don't know. Probably not, but I think you should. Yeah, you can buy me one. Is that gonna? You is that gonna? One. Are you gonna liquidate one of your machines? Um, I might sell my my little small mini excavator. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You want it? What's the damage? What are we talking? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll take it. I don't know. Thirty-five grand. You gotta come pick it up. Mm. Mm. 
36 and you deliver. <laughs> <laughs> Sold. It's only like a thousand miles away. It's not a big deal. It'll be fine. Um, all right. Well, I think I think we could go on for hours and hours. Yes. Sure. And we'll do that off air. We'd we'll love to have you back home and deliver that uh, <laughs> mini X. We said okay. what? 26 with delivery, right? That's Perfect. right. Yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> you know what it's time for? The bad sales story. Ooh. Brought to you by Groundwork. <laughs> Brought to you by Groundwork and Richard Carroll, Varsity Outdoor. Yes. So bad sales story, right? Yep. Um, it's not super bad, but um, there was one time, I think it was year two, went out to a job, and she was an art. She was an artist. Like, and she was kind of crazy. I didn't really get this <laughs> over the phone. So this is back when I didn't really, um, like, ask a lot of questions. I'm just like, oh, you want something cool? I'll, I'll be there in, like, 10. <laughs> right? So I'm, like, racing over there and... And I get over there, and she's got, like, a pile of dirt. She's got a pile of sand. She's got a pile of rock. And she's got, like, these old papers off to the side. And she's like, yeah, we want you to build this outdoor space with us. We want you to, like, use all these papers that we just tore out. We want you to use this sand. We want you to use this rock. And so I'm like, all right, so how am I going to tell her no? Like, instantly I didn't <laughs> want the job, right? Yeah. So it's like, because she was, like, strong-willed. She was very opinionated. She was a wacky artist, and, and so, like, I was just getting really weird vibes, and I just kind of let her talk and go on and on, and and um, it's kind of going through the paper. I like old Lowe's papers and didn't really want to use them. It was kind of going through the sand pile, just kind of kicking around. There were some, like, um, there were some bones, like, in the sand. <laughs> probably animal bones, but yeah, I'm going to assume they're animal bones. <laughs> Maybe. So, I don't know. It was just one of those weird situations. I wasn't good at saying no, right? And so. Yeah. I left and I was like, oh, yeah, like I'll touch base in a week. And like a week went on. I didn't get back to her. I think she called me and somehow I answered the phone, which I usually don't. I don't know who you are. <laughs> and I was just like, yeah, I was like, you know what? I've been thinking about it and I'm just not comfortable doing this project for you. I really don't want to use these papers. Like I can't warranty it. And she just like went off on me, just yelling at me. Like, how can you tell me no? How can you not give me a price for this? Like, you need to give me a price. And I'm just like. A million dollars. <laughs> yeah, and I'm just like, I don't. That's your price. I'm, I own this business, and I can do what I want. Yeah. Like, I don't have to. Like, Lady, I'm a big boy. I, I don't can have to I give want. you anything, all right? My wife's, like, holding my hand, like, coaching me through this whole thing. <laughs> and so it was it was weird. Like, she was super mad. I told her no, mm. that I wouldn't give her a price. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. I feel like they're, like, I was, like, I was like I, I got to figure out how to tell people. Just tell them no, yeah. right? And so. Wasn't the craziest sell story, but that was one of the weirdest ones I had. Like she just wanted me to price it out. I didn't want to price it out. Yeah. <laughs> I would never do a job like that. Yeah. So I'm hoping those were animal bones. Thinking about it now. Um, probably not. It was probably the last contractor. Yeah. It's a good thing you didn't say no in person because that would have been you. Could have been me in that same pile. Yeah. 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 Bones around. <laughs> it's always so hard to say no to somebody like face to face when you're already yeah. there because like. Yeah. You, you got there probably in a second. You're like, I don't want this job. This is oh, not yeah. a job for me. But yeah. then you have to be, like, nice and, yeah. like, yeah. sit there and listen to them the whole time. The whole time you're, like, barely listening because you're like, how can I get out of here yeah. quick <laughs> as possible without <laughs> offending them? So, groundwork. Do a video walkthrough. Uh, if you want to save 50% on your first two months, hardworking happy hour 50, use that code. Mm-hmm. And uh, you won't end up as bones in a in pile, a sand pile. for someone else to find. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, Richard, appreciate it. Yep, as always. Thanks for having me. Thank Thanks for so being much. on. Loved it. Thanks for Let's being my again. friend. I love you. <laughs> love you too. Okay. And uh, <laughs> we got to have you on again because uh, there's, it, there's like a million so other things I want to talk to you about. And uh, 
Maybe I'll have a chair next time. Yeah, maybe. Just standing the whole time. Maybe. Yeah. We'll see. If I set my mind to it, yeah. I bet we could. Yeah. <laughs> Potentially. All right. Well, uh, thanks again, Richard. Yes, thank you, Richard. Thank you, Catherine, thank you. for being my co-host. Thank you, Sean, uh, for being my co-host. Thanks. Next time we'll do drinks. <laughs> Definitely. Or yeah. This is the part of the episode where we just like kind of ramble on and then. Yeah. Like do you have any closing thoughts you wanted to, yeah. wanted to put out there? This is the end of the podcast. <laughs> the podcast is over now. <laughs> thank you. Okay, bye. Uh, I was really thinking I should just kind of like. Say, see you next week. See you next week. <laughs>